I appreciate the show of faith. Faith, you're like a, a don't you actually do computer stuff? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah I, uh, I, I do SEO, so Smart I pretty much. And humble. <laughs> no. If you get really humble, you're gonna be a performer. That's gonna help you back for sure. Isn't gonna be what? Performer. Oh yeah. Okay, we might have no to. Humility allowed. <laughs> Egos only. Howdy, hey, fellas and dames. Welcome back to Classy Broadcast. Thank you so much for joining me um, today in the studio. I am joined by my friend and fellow comic here in Austin, Mike Ivy. How you doing, Mike? I'm good. I am blown away by the professionalism of this. Like, first, like, your first foray, it's like, you're ready to go. It's so, it's like a BBC broadcast game. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, I, uh, I was really excited about this because I... I listened to the show, and I know it's early, and I, I like your potential, so I wanted to make sure that I did <gasps> graces, so I, I bought some champagne. Oh, holy it shit. New Year's champagne. Uh, it was on sale, 50% off. Oh, my God. Of Thank the you. very cheap price of $10. Oh, my God. But I did Thank get so it much. for you, and I also got you a card uh, and a little gift inside, like a New Year's. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Let's just, yeah. Plus, I appreciate it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even before this, like at that open mic that I, I got to perform at, she does open mic. Did you still do you still do that at the Roma Room? Uh, no, they okay. they they canceled me. Um, but that's oh, okay. that was a big mistake. You've made a powerful enemy. <laughs> You're all going down. We're good. I was there last night oh, okay. to support another show. We love you. Oh my gosh. I love pens. Thank you so much. Oh, uh, yeah. So you're a writer and a performer. So I bought this wallet walk thing that comes up with a thing. It's got like a pen attached to it. And just I had to make that commitment. And I know that, you know, as a writer, you lose notebooks, you lose pens. And having a little one right there, you can just sort of, especially as a woman, sometimes you don't have, you have limited capabilities to carry things. You'll be wearing some kind of dress or something. I'm always so, okay, thank you. I'm blown away by like the level of detail and thoughtfulness that went into this. Like. Oh my god! It like, took a long time. Yeah, you, you, like Care I can put this either. in my fanny pack. There yeah, you go. Y'all know yeah. how much I love that fanny pack. I assumed you already had a fanny pack, so I didn't get you one. Oh, thank you, thank you. So much. <laughs> um, stickers. Okay. Yeah. Everybody loves merch. Oh okay. yeah. Uh yeah. For my podcast. Yes. Uh, fun fact. Yeah. Let's check that out. Um, it's like. Uh, yeah. Oh my god! Thank you so much. I I didn't. Oh, oh thank you so much. This is what a classy broadcast. You know, good luck. Thank you so yes. much. I so appreciate you. Oh my god. Happy fucking New Year, guys. Keeping it classy this year. Showing gratitude for everybody. I feel bad I didn't get you anything, but... The classy broadcast is brought to you by Andre. (laughs) Andre, the gentleman's champagne. Andre is deadass, like, among my favorite champagnes, because I just... I I wonder if it was from my year. Oh, shit. All right. Are we good? Are we good? Are we good? Um... Make some noise in the chat if we're off mic. Uh, We're uh, we're not. We're not live. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) In case I need to record, I mean I don't really edit anyway, just because it's. Yeah, no, it's it's fucking comedy, man. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. You know, just whatever whatever happens. Um, it might be easier if we uh if we if we if we hold these bad boys. All right, so we've got. Uh, do you mind just like doing a little test into that one so I can? Okay. Just... Yeah. Hello, testing. All right. Testing. Coolio, I think we're good. All right, so. Okay. I'm just, I'm just gonna pop this out of the way oh, here, yeah, sorry out, out of frame. Um, oh my god, thank you so much. You're um, welcome. Alrighty, so you've got a podcast too. Fun yeah, facts. Yeah. Right. Um, the way I describe it is like it's just uh, if Alex Jones became obsessed with fun facts. That's yeah, that was the original <laughs> idea. Uh, but it's really just a sketch show. Like I come up with a fun fact. Like one of them was a uh, a dark skin throws off facial recognition cameras, like the ones they use in China and stuff. Yeah. Which is like the best reason to wear blackface. <laughs> 
So it's like that. It's like I, I tried to take like the punch out of everything as being serious, you know. So I was just like, all right, what if I just did like giraffes have long necks and then like do a, a joke about that. So it's kind of like that. It's like those old audio sketches like that Monty Python would do, that kind of thing. So I'm working on my ability to, to create like edited content. It's five minutes long. It's not a big commitment, but I think you could binge it too. You know, if you really liked it. So, oh, yeah. Hopefully, it'd be really good one day. Yeah. So, like, I have wicked bad ADHD. And every time I get a little mm. hit of that dopamine, I'm just like, ha, more, more, give me yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I recognize that in your style where I was like, yeah, I I can definitely vibe with this. Because <laughs> this is this is me when I was young, even now, I guess, you know, but now I have like techniques and stuff to, yeah, I write everything down when I think of it. Like, instead of like sitting down, like, I'm going to make a list of how my day will go. Like, whenever I, the muse hits me with an arrow, and I have to write that thing down right now. Like, oh, don't forget to do this. Write it down. I got the card on me. Yeah. Yeah. You have to learn how to deal with your crazy for sure. Yeah. Um, every time I think about like, what the fuck do I need to be doing with my life today? Mm. Um, I just like have Siri make a reminder for me. And then mm. like when I, when I'm like, okay, cool. I've got a little bit of time mm -hmm. and a little bit of motivation. What can we do with this? Yeah. And sometimes it's something small, like, I don't know, make a thumbnail for YouTube or something. Or other times it's like, okay, we, we really have to work on this joke now. Right. Like yeah. We've got a show coming up. We got to unfuck this thing, man. Yeah. I have these uh, periods of rest where I'll like play video games or something like that. And usually that's when the important things find me, you know, when you're trying to relax, your brain goes to, you know, just stress just to make sure that everything's okay. And you yeah. usually think of things then like, did you uh, change your address? You know what I mean? Like something like that will come up. And that's what I do now on purpose. Like I'll daily take that moment of rest and like, okay, let's see if there's anything that I forgot about. And I will think of things. Like I'll be like, oh, you know what you need to do is this. And I'll, that'll be the next thing I do right after that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to be more productive because I'm trying to make a little money. And being funny is cool and everything. But, you know, uh, you got to put a little effort into it if you want to. Because it doesn't seem like anybody's going to help. Especially now. It's like nobody... If you've ever said anything slightly offensive, like, you know, it's like, no, we can't use you in anything now. It's like, so, all right, well, I guess I'll just have to have my own thing just in case, you know, it's like insurance, right? Yeah. So um, you post some some fairly spicy things, some seasoned things. Um, yeah, I, I do. But like, I don't agree with all of them. It's just that I think they're interesting to talk about. And people think that just because you post something, you agree with it. But it's like, this is happening in our world. So yeah. I don't know. Sometimes you just want to have a conversation about it. Yeah. Have you ever... Um, I know it's it's I'm naughty too. Yeah. yeah. What can I say? <laughs> it's why I fucks with you. Yeah. Um, so every entertainer that I know is worried about getting canceled or mm. being censored. And like, I know we're all so fucking like, we want to just leave the, the cancel culture discourse behind in 2021 or yeah, we want to leave it in 2021. We don't want to bring that baggage with us into this special new year. Um, but how do you think that, we should like handle that, that fear. I know how I'm handling it, but I want to hear your thoughts. I mean, I'm pretty open uh, just generally to a lot of things. So whenever somebody tries to use that sort of thing on me, I usually find a way to make it funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just, I just stay funny. You know what I mean? Like if they try to say this, I'm like, well, what about this? And then sometimes I end up being right. Like they'll try to use something against me because a lot of people are just political activists. So they think that you're being political. And I'm like, no, I'm just being funny. And uh, and then they end up painting themselves in a corner. And it's like, well, what you said actually just isn't true. Like I had a guy try to tell me that science should only be used by intellectuals and 
scientists and stuff like that is like there are several amateur scientists including a guy named albert einstein and ben franklin invented electricity he wasn't an official scientist so the scientific method can be used by anyone and he's like mm-hmm. i don't know it was just so, it was so crazy it's just things like that happen and i think i'll put it like this don't worry about it i mean if it's going to happen it happens you know it's not the end of the world i wouldn't worry about it i really wouldn't yeah. like like unless you already have a job you're literally trying to protect why are you worrying about just make just make art just make beauty just make whatever you're doing if you're painting make a beautiful painting if you're a songwriter make beautiful songs get them out there you know what i mean uh not just you know creating the art and hiding in a hole but you know push it out there once it's beautiful believe in it right you know like like these people aren't they're not even critics of art right they're critics of politics and it's like who cares i'm i make art and if you want to talk politics we can do that too but that's later you know what I mean? Like I am like, how old are you? I'm 31. I know I'm not supposed to ask that, but it's like, we're just getting to the part where we're starting to be politically important. Right. And you have to have money and you have to have, you know, all these things in order to relate. So it's like, of course, maybe I do have a dumb opinion. What do I know? You know what I mean? Like if, if I don't know anything about politics, I probably have a dumb opinion. It's like, yeah. I don't know. I think that people get overexcited about things and they try to cancel you, try to say these things and denigrate you. Like, it's like, whatever, you know, just if you are doing the right thing, just have confidence in that. And just that's it. You know what I mean? Like the rest of all the place uh, that it just makes it easier for you because they'll worry about it. They'll drag themselves to the mud. They'll try to, like, sue you or water and all this stuff. And you can just go about your life making beauty and art. And it's like, hey, everybody does what they want to do. Right. Well put. Um, that's pretty much how I'm handling like, like I'm, I'm really not concerned with that many opinions and yeah. I say some, some pretty wild shit for somebody who still has a day job. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, it's weird. The more risks I take creatively and perhaps you've experienced this too. I'm interested. Mm. Um, the more risks I take, the more people fuck with me. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you're doing something fantastic, which is entertainment, right? It's literally fantastic. So you have to be fantastic. You have to take risks. You have to do things that people didn't see coming, but now they're like, oh, this is amazing. You know, you have to be amazing as like a basic, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like the prerequisite. So, uh, yeah, it's not like normal life. It's not like being an accountant or a lawyer or something important like that. You know, it's also important because, you know, it represents who we are as humanity, but it's what makes life worth living right so we're important too but we have to treat it like they treat their job you know what i mean like realize what the core purpose of what we do is and stay true to that and that's what's going to push us yeah and like i think that uh, i mean personally what i'm really looking forward to is a return to or maybe you know an emergence of of it in a different form you know creative storytelling and risk-taking and um i like okay so let me let me just gripe about netflix for a second <laughs> i can't find my password oh no 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 doesn't sound horrible um no no i haven't had netflix in a while i'm gonna treat myself though i'm really excited about squid games i like korean stuff Ooh, i haven't yeah. i haven't watched any like um korean stuff but mm. Credit card payment reminder. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody, everybody wants a piece of my wallet. Um, but yeah, like, so I, uh, I watch some things on Netflix every so often, and um, 
it strikes me how contrived the writing is mm. because like i can tell that they're trying to pander to certain audiences and I'm like yeah. okay did a twitter bot write this script <laughs> is yeah. how i feel a lot of the time cuz i don't know i just i just see these things and it's like this isn't how people talk yeah unless like unless i'm just doing conversations 100% wrong yeah i mean which is entirely possible but like i don't know like you're like you're like a a, a real life Gilmore girl. Like you have that speed, <laughs> and like random. I feel like you have this random ability to burst into intellectual things, which I've done before and freak people out. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel like you're above the, you know, whatever they're trying to shoot for anyway. And you could write some stuff. You know what I mean? Like when um, some of my favorite stuff is when intelligent people write really dumb, sort of poppy things, like like um, you know, like. Woody Allen when he writes something like a silly comedy or something like bananas or something. I, I think it's really funny. Like when they're just like taking the piss out of even being smart. I think, I don't know. I, I tend to like that kind of thing. I love like, goofy shit so much. Yeah. Like, um, so you mentioned that you were watching something um, and you want oh, to talk about it. on. So. Uh, it's a podcast and uh, there's this joke. Uh, it's Whitney Cummings and she does a, uh, it's called Bunga Bunga. It's about serial Berlusconi. And there's this joke that Silvio Berlusconi, I guess, tells everybody. To, he's like old man, so he tells a joke to everybody, and everybody has to laugh. Like, oh, you're great. Was, was he that Italian joke. politician that caught, yeah. caught in a sex scandal? At least one, uh, but apparently he had several. Um, the, the story is so outlandish, and it's like it reminds you of Trump immediately. Like, it's like <laughs> Trump, if Trump were way more perverted and more corrupt, if you can imagine that. Which and, is, Italian. and Italian and so Italian, which makes dress, it probably. even more awesome because it just models around them the whole time. And they're in Rome, which is like a fantastic city. So it's like you can't hide the Caligula because it's like where Caligula lived. <laughs> so it's like, I love a Caligula reference. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty intense. And uh, the joke is this. It says uh, um, <laughs> it's where Bunga Bunga comes from. Um, okay, let's see, make sure I tell this right. Okay, so um, these people, these Italian men get caught in Libya, Africa, right? And they get caught by these tribesmen. And uh, the tribesmen tie them up, put them up against the thing and say it to the first one. There's only two of them. Say it to the first one. All right. Will it be death or bunga bunga? And the guy goes, oh, bunga bunga? So he says, okay. And then all the villagers, all the warriors let's say make love to him forcibly then the second guy he walks up to him and says all right will it be death or bunga bunga and the guy says death and he says all right but first bunga bunga and that was his favorite joke like imagine <laughs> someone this old italian guy like, you know, you're meeting him. You're like the fucking ambassador to Italy or something. And he tells you this joke and you're like, it's every kind of ist. It's like racist and sexist and homophobic and awful all at the same time. And you're supposed to go, what? Like, it's just so What are you crazy. supposed to say? Like, yes, sir, person of influence <laughs> and power that I came to ask. <laughs> that's offensive. Let me tell uh, you why that's offensive. That's 38 uh, different kinds of offensive. Yeah, it was horrible. But it's like. Why it's funny to me because he it just shows like it's like that's where he was. It was like I can even do this and people fucking I'll do it all the time. Has Donald <laughs> Trump ever told joke? a joke? I he doesn't strike me as the kind of person who like 
even he tells knows the best jokes. jokes. Like, oh, what, what kind of joke? Oh, the best jokes. People come from miles around to tell them what kind of jokes they're telling. And they're like, wow, that's a great joke. I can't think I of I love that. his jokes. They're the best jokes of all time. <laughs> there aren't better jokes anywhere. Oh, okay. I, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah. I I've never seen him. Like, other than like just ranking somebody, like, I don't know if a burn is a joke. Because if a burn is a joke, he's told several of them. Like, yeah, didn't you say something about like his hands were huge? And he's like, yeah, I can tell you there's no problem there either. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, I remember I, during the debate in yeah, 2016. Like, I, I think that's technically a joke. I, not like a knock knock joke, though. Is that a punchline? I wonder if he could tell a joke. Maybe on Saturday Night Live when he was on there. They should cancel that show. <laughs> Having a fascist on their cancel show. SNL. <laughs> oh, my God. Ridiculous. Um, what have you heard any really bad takes lately? I mean, I hear them all the time, but um, I'm trying to think. Wow, there's a lot of them too, and it's like the, my mind is rushing to all of them simultaneously, so I can't think of any of them. Oh, I hate when that happens. I do that all the time. Um, all right, it's so. mostly coronavirus stuff where it's like, um, I don't know. I think people should be safe, and I think people should listen to their doctors. You know what I mean? It's like, why not? Why don't I just listen to my doctor who has my history of family records? I talked to this lady who had like an autistic kid. And mm -hmm. I, I guess for whatever reason, her doctor told her not to let her kid take the, uh, you know, the vaccine. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, the kid can't go anywhere now. Like that, like they were going to go to a, a concert and they couldn't go. But, you know, it's a concert. So they just sit outside. It was outside. They just went outside the gates and we were all, you know, without her because I didn't have my stuff. I had just moved. Anyway, you know, I can't think of anything right now. That's really messed up. Yeah. Oh, I would love to complain about stuff. It'll it'll come to you. I was thinking about funny stuff. Like, oh, man. Oh, yeah. No, okay. So, okay. You're thinking about funny stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's on your mind right now? Oh, oh, man. Um, let me get my... Uh, I also... Uh... <laughs> All right. I'm going to look it down. There we go. Yeah. Oh, um, there is this mushroom that like infects ants and like turns them into like parasites. They actually made a game out of it. With, uh, I think it's not all of us. It's like the zombie game where there's like zombie mushrooms. One of us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. among us. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And they like grow out and stuff. And I've been trying to think of a way to make that a fun fact joke, but I can't think of anything terribly fun. It's just so crazy like that. There's a mushroom that can like take control of like a living creature and just fucking make it do shit and jump off of it makes it like commit suicide basically and then gets into a bird and the bird dies some kind of fucked up way or something. It's like a whole cycle. Can you imagine having your whole body hijacked by psychedelic mushrooms? Oh, when I found out about this, there was a while where I was like scared of like mold. And like I was just thinking about like what if they evolve and they just fucking take us over, man? What if it's already happened? Yeah, but there is like a you know a biome in our body and stuff and all that stuff. I don't know. This isn't funny at all. But I was thinking I, about that. I find that hilarious. Like let's let's just take that little thought experiment for a while. Like I don't know if you've ever um, had fun fungus. Fun fungus? Well, yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to say the say the words in case oh, I, okay. in case I, I get heated from the internet again. Right. Yes. No. No. I haven't got any uh, anything uh, psychedelic yet. But uh, I still may, you know, I just don't have any desire to do it now. Yeah. It's probably the way I feel about it. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm new to all of that. Mm. And the other day my friend came over and 
Like we were going to watch, I don't know. She, she wanted to watch Bill Burr, but then we saw there was season two of Emily in Paris. Okay. So we just took a hard left. Okay. What is Emily in Paris? Let's take a quick sidebar just quickly. Sure. Um, Emily in Paris is a Netflix show about this dumb bitch from Chicago <laughs> who moves to Paris to teach to teach these this Parisian marketing firm a thing or two about marketing luxury goods in mm, France. Okay. Oh boy. Um, They're going to love that. French people love being told what to do with their luxury goods. That's by Americans sure. yeah, who are absolutely. from the Midwest. Mm, so, oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, the fashion is horrible. Okay, so mm. okay, Emily's fashion is horrible. Oh, Do you remember okay. that show Lizzie McGuire? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine Lizzie McGuire, but like if her if her weird ass clothes cost like seven hundred dollars for a top. <laughs> Urban Outfitters, is that what you're doing? Worse. <laughs> <laughs> These garments are structured. Mm. It's like yeah, wow. Yeah, they spent time on it. Yeah, I mean, I used to. One of my clients at a former, you know, agency was a like a luxury clothing company. And I'm just, okay. I'm just thinking like, I've got a future. <laughs> if, if I like, I can't draw for shit. Right. Um, but if I just draw the weirdest shit I think of, and then tell some fashion designer like, hey, let's let's sew this. Yeah. And like, we'll I'll create a really farty sounding brand around it. Yeah. Take some like, some really trippy fancy photos photoshop they ever live and fuck out of those models <laughs> and just charge like a thousand dollars for a chiffon skirt you don't have to photoshop them if they have an eating disorder there we go that helps follow us for more hot takes <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh emily in paris uh mm. while on fungus um the hats took on a different kind of okay because she wears a lot of funny hats um yeah. and it's not just her it's other people too like i haven't seen this many hats since like the first season of mad men wow it's a lot of hats is it like like british like regatta hats like oh there's a flower and it's swooping or is it more like the old school like there's a bird and like a banana it's like neon plaid on a cabbie hat Ooh. and then somebody else wore like a fedora but like the fedora looked like it was frowning so i'm just like wait wait you mean like this is just part of the ordinary like to the taxi driver with like hey like hey top of the morning no that was emily's hat oh okay she dresses like this specifically she's okay. the one who dresses like okay shit Okay. I mean, I know. Okay, so I, I am, I am not a fashionable human being. I wear a lot of, <laughs> I wear a lot of black and bandanas and like, yeah, you know, just, just, you know, I, I look like a dude pretty much. Um, you like Rosie the Riveter? You get shit done. There we go. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but yes, uh, everybody's like, oh my god, the fashion on that show is so amazing. Uh, but like everybody <laughs> around her, like in that cinematic universe, is like duly roasting her for dressing like. <laughs> Tom Cruise's toddlers. Right, yeah. I don't know. I want to wear this and a scuba hat. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. And like, so one of the hats looked like it was frowning. So I had to act <laughs> it out naturally. It was like, <laughs> 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 so it's like, that's that, that is what you do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, just, that sounds fun. <laughs> I'll do it in the nursing home. That's what I think. I just freak out a bunch of nurses. Because there, it's like, is there any safer place to do mushrooms for the first time than like a nursing home? They can be there giving you, you know, Gatorade or whatever, shaking your hand. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like where where would be the safest place to go mm. to go on a little mushroom expedition? In utero. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, 
I guess the isolation chamber would be fucked up, maybe even like because your brain goes weird places when it has no stimulus. Oh yeah. Have you ever have you ever been in like mm. a flotation tank like that before? No, I did a lot of meditation and it made me think of that, but that's about it. Like I've never done the actual isolation. It's yeah. fun. Um, it's like you can just kind of like pass out, well, not like pass out, pass out, but like it's safe to like drift off and go wherever because there's so much salt in the water. You're just kind of like held up. Like yeah. you literally can't drown. Wow. It's great. It's wonderful. You can relax your muscles. Yeah. I was like, I was in there one time and it's like body temperature. It's it's so great. Mm. I was like, I ruined everything. So one time I was in there, <laughs> um, I got a group. This was a few years ago. I got a group on for okay. like flotation tanks. I was like, all right, mm. cool. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Um, did that and like I've been there. It was like my second or third time. I was like, I like I was just wanting to like <laughs> my mind was completely clear. I was just about to like drift off into that like sleepy place. Then I farted myself awake. <laughs> you got real relaxed. <laughs> I often wonder about that. Like I had this idea, I forgot where it was like an anime or something where there was like gravity sickness and like how gravity affects you, like if you were born in space. Like how your bones would structure differently because they wouldn't need to, you know, gravity would be different. And there was like a colony and they had different bones and stuff like that. And it made me wonder like how much gravity affects our bodies like over time. Like just, and I, I came up with this idea of gravity sickness where it's like if you're swimming, you know what I mean? You would have different gravity, you know, like your bones, like think about fish. They have like hollow bones and shit, you know what I mean? Like they're, they're built for speed. They don't need to, but also, you know what I mean? They have this also thing where they dive deep, so they it has to be protective too, right? Like oh, it's yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. So I, I notice uh, for for the, those who are not watching, who are just listening, I notice you're wearing a NASA shirt. Today. Are you a? Uh, are you interested in space? No, I just love ska, man. <laughs> yes. I was at TJ Maxx, and you know. You just buy random shit there. I don't know if you have TJ Maxx out here. Do you have TJ Maxx? Oh, yeah. There's one like five yeah, miles away from here. It's like here. Ross Dress for Less. I don't yeah. know where people are watching this. But um, yeah, just and NASA. I like land. I like NASA. I'm from Ohio. We have NASA out there. You guys have it in Houston, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's a creepy organization, but, you know, rockets are fun. Yeah, I love I, I love space. Yeah. Um, so, OK, so go back to the part where we've got NASA in Ohio. Yeah. So okay, is that where is that where you come from? Is uh is Ohio? Yeah, Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, you know John Glenn's from Ohio. Um, yeah, there's a lot of Ohio stuff. There's a Federal Reserve in Ohio, in Cleveland. Cleveland's kind of a weird place. I find, I found out after a while. I was like, oh okay. And then I saw this thing about Satanists on TV, and it was like, I know that guy from somewhere. It was like a, I don't know, whatever. But there's a lot going on in Cleveland. It's like really weird and strange i mean there's a lot of presidents from ohio like i'm talking about like conspiracy theory sort of stuff where it's like i don't know if it's true i mean lex wexner the guy who was involved in the um uh epstein stuff Ooh. he lives in ohio he's like a super rich guy um he's like the guy who gave epstein a bunch of money to do whatever the hell he was doing like for whatever you know maybe it's like you know some kind of weird thing with uh uh what is it israeli uh Special forces or something. What well, intelligence? Mossad. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So it's like there's a lot of crazy shit going on. Ohio is like if you have a bunch of money and you move there, you can sort of just chill. It kind of feels like Florida that way. <laughs> the Florida of the Midwest. It is the Florida of the Midwest. If you like Florida and snow, that's where you go. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Um. Different amounts of meth though. Yeah. It's mostly just drinking. People just drink themselves stupid. Oh, okay. So, th so there's less meth in Ohio. Yeah, way more drinking. But we got, you know, we get a little heroin. We get a little, we get our opiate on, you know. 
We'll do that. That's awesome. We had some problems. I mean, like, I don't really ever think about Ohio. I've been to Ohio one time totally by accident. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what that's what it is. It's like the mafia used to use it to chill out. You know what I mean? Like, it was, yeah, yeah, because it's halfway in between Chicago and New York. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. So, you know, you just chill out there, you know, go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a break from... Uh, having uh, rough people up all the time. It's like where they go on vacation. It was like the halfway point between uh, not just the mafia, but like other Italians. It's like a little Italy. So they would go to there, build up a thing, maybe make some money, you make a market or whatever, and then move to California. That's what a lot of people did. And then that became a mob town after, you know, the mob followed the Italians out there. So the Cleveland to LA to Austin pipeline. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know about Austin. Who knows? I don't know shit about this town. I could be messing up so many ways right now. I don't know. No, you're good. What? Yeah, yeah. So how long have you been in Austin, anyhow? Oh, about three months almost now. Yeah, I love it, man. You can eat tacos anywhere. There's tacos, homeless people selling you tacos. It's, <laughs> and they're good, too. They're always good. I've never had a bad one yet. Really? Yeah. Maybe my uh, maybe my standards are lower, but every taco I've had here is better than any taco I've had in Cleveland, except for one. Except for one. Yes. Tell us about the legendary taco. Ah, uh, the Ohio taco. Yes. Uh, Ohio taco sounds like a sex move. I, just, <laughs> I, I needed to say that. I don't know what that would be, but it, it includes some sort of ranch dressing. I think. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> she got scared. <laughs> Brought to you by Hidden Valley. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. So. The Ohio Taco, yes. yes. There's a place called Mi Pueblo, and it's like a Mexicans run. It's like a Mexican family joint. Mm. So it's got that yes. vibe. Yeah, it's just what it is. You exactly. know, they know what they're doing. Man, okay, so every you may have witnessed this already. Mm. People arguing about which taco is best and where. Oh man, you guys probably take that shit so seriously. People like I don't, I don't, I, I don't get like I don't want to get caught up in the religion of brisket or whatever. <laughs> Where it's like I have two people fighting in front of me over whose brisket's better. I'm like, all right, we'll just chill out. It's like, like what you like, man. Whatever, whatever blows your skirt up in this life. I am oh, leaving yeah, food, sure. but I am leaving like matters of taste debates behind. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing this shit anymore. So, like, one of my well, not like New Year's resolution, just one of my like things for this year is I'm going to quit getting involved in petty nonsense. Ooh, and good uh, luck. yeah, I'm, I'm really going to try. I'm white knuckling my way through. It. Um, <laughs> It is good. It is very freeing the first time you actually do that even a little bit. You're like, oh, you forgot about it. You get caught up in something else, something yeah, productive. You don't realize it. It happens over time. You're like, that was a good year. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, what did I do differently? My year without <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So um, do you, do you, are you a New Year's resolution kind of person or are you? Not anymore. I used to be. I mean, I kind of have one. I have like phases, like I have long-term plans, medium-term plans, and then short-term plans. Mm-hmm. So my short-term plan in January is to get back on an exercise regimen. You know, I was doing that for a while. I lost a bunch of weight and it was going good. I, yeah, I plumped up a little bit and they got bit by one of your spiders. I lost like, I lost like 10 pounds just because I couldn't eat anything. Holy right Toledo. There. It took like a, like a, it looked like somebody took a spoon and just went and Took out flesh. Did you get out bit of by hand. a brown recluse? I think it was. <gasps> Can't prove it, but I mean, it had all the symptoms. I did the first aid and everything, and I think that's what it was. So, anyway, long story short, uh, this thing bit me. That is a big old ouchie. Yeah. I'm. I'm like. I, I'm just. I'm just oh, kind no, of shocked yeah. by that. I've never seen. You should see that. It looks like somebody took a fucking spoon and went, and just like took out like 
a divot out of my hand. Right, it was crazy. It How? sucked really bad. I had to take a week off of work. Are you are you doing better now? Oh yeah, yeah, much better. I lost ten pounds, so <laughs> I could fit Thanks, in these Spider-Man. pants. Check out these things. I'm so happy I could fit in these. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Those are some nice pants. Oh yeah, they are, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, feel good too. I love doing stand up so much. It is great, right? But I also love tall boys. Mm. Beer. I mean, beer and. You know, <laughs> I thought you, know. you were. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no. Like, I was doing so great with like diet and exercise and like mm-hmm. weight loss and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I started doing stand up. Ah, uh, yeah. Water. Um, water. Yeah. Get a I, water I always feel bad because like I want to, um, like, I want to support the bar. Cause it's like, Hey, you're, 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 you're so goodly oh, to have yeah. us. Yeah. Like, let me, let me spend a little bit of money here. But then I turn into yeah. small scale Caligula. I mean, not like, you, you know, gotta, you just got to scale back the drinking. Like what I did yeah, was I'm doing I, dry January. I did like soda and lime for a while. I did like Shirley temple, stuff like that. And then you just have cash on you. You tip them like three, yeah. four bucks, you know, they look at you like you're crazy, but he's like, also, I'm never buying anything else today. So <laughs> fucking enjoy. Here this. you go. All right. You'll never see me again, sir. <laughs> I have to do this five nights a week. I'm not going to turn like, yeah, that's it. You're on, you're on the right track. I think a lot of people do that just out of like guilt, but it's like, you can still support the bar. I mean, you know, you come there, you're doing a good show. You know, people don't put a lot of self-worth on that sometimes at the beginning, but it's like you're doing a show. You're trying to you're bringing people there, people there to see you, even if it's one or two people. It's money they didn't have before. You know, yeah, don't feel guilty too much. Right. You're still you're trying to do something good. It's My fun. parents are Catholic. I don't know any other way to be. Uh, I see. Yes. Mm, the yeah. power of guilt. <laughs> the I power of guilt compels you. Yes. <laughs> I think yeah. that's the second time in a row that I've done a little bit of uh, casual blasphemy on Classy Broadcast. So mm. I'm, not, I'm not even sure if that's blasphemy. They might agree with you. Well, yeah, yeah. What do you mean? Is it a problem? It's like, should I sell that in a Spencer Gifts or should I sell that in a like a, a, at a mega church? Like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, so th- did you move to Austin to pursue uh, comedy more seriously? Because I know a lot of yeah. people are doing that right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to move in. Uh, to new york uh and then coronavirus stuff happened and it was like all right and then just watched the news and you know paid attention to things and it just seemed less it, it made less and less sense to go to new york versus uh austin just because i felt like it was you know i'm a new guy i've been on tv once but no one cares no one cares it was like a hulu thing um and- can, we, can we go back to that for a second like what was what do you mind if i ask what like show or like, was movie like you a were stand-up on? variety show called um laughs and uh, they did like one. It was this guy Steve Hotstetler. He runs a bunch of uh, shows and uh, Laughing Devil Comedy Festival. And uh, there's like a was a Laughing Derby something like that. And, um, anyway, um, so he runs this festival and he had a sh- deal with uh, Hulu and Fox to do this like you know limited market thing. It was like everywhere. It was pr- it was uh, everywhere but Cleveland. Like it was like they were showing me the list of cities it was in. It was like New York, Chicago. LA and it was like Cleveland was not on there. It was like, how did why would I don't know, whatever. But people saw it and some people liked it. And you know, I got some responses, like two or three responses, but you know, I never turned it into anything because I was in Cleveland and nobody knows how to do anything in Cleveland except for make pierogies and lose football games. <laughs> Man, I love pierogies. They're so good. It's so bad. It's like just a carbohydrate wrapped carbohydrate. Like, Man, all right. So so- 
the other day, I mean, the other day, like a month ago. Um, so, so one of my good friends here in the scene is Polish. Mm, and uh, when we took go. our, uh, we took a girls weekend to Dallas a mm -hmm. few weeks ago and she took me to this like Polish, like restaurant mm -hmm. and um, grocery store. And we had sauerkraut pierogies, diet pierogies. So healthy. Oh, diet pierogies. Yeah. There was also like mushroom ones. That, I, I don't, I don't fuck with mushrooms, yeah. but ever kind of like mushrooms, the Polish ladies we're serving up yeah they're good shit yeah, yeah. So we're talking a lot about mushrooms of different kinds today. <laughs> so like okay, so... one of us <laughs> yeah um did you ever nerd out over anything super weird in in school like you just learned one cool oh my thing God, it was no like because my thing was about. like mushrooms like i loved fungus because not only are they so absurd mm. and like so stinky and so weird but yeah like, slime they... molds oh my god yeah yeah and they like or like a poison pigskin puffball it's this mushroom that grows and if you drop like a little bit of water on it it explodes like visibly huh and it's like i'm just like what like, yeah like so like during, a, during the mycology unit in bio class and mm. high school i was like captivated it was it was yeah but, yeah i tend to randomly nerd out like would you, you do with the dopamine thing like when i get curious about something i'll like pick up a book and just like read about it or something or go to a website yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Mushrooms are weird. Like, they're just like, they have, they're like, they have no intelligence, but then also really high intelligence. Like, you can use them as circuit boards and shit. It's fucking weird. Like, yeah, and you can, like make packaging and stuff out of them. Yeah, and, yeah. And like, I don't know, adaptogenic tea. What's a fun rabbit hole you've fallen down recently? What What's something that got your curiosity going? Hmm, let's see. Well, let's fucking find out. I got YouTube Premium, so I do it all oh, the yes. time. I love me some YouTube Premium. Dude, recently, I've been all about like, um, I've been getting back into like religion, just curiosity about religion and its formation and how it changes and stuff. Um, I guess Amen. You ever heard Amen? You know, at the end of a prayer, you say, amen. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess that's like a reference to, um, to like, um, uh, uh, Egyptian God. Oh, and it's like a secret thing too so it's like almost like the secret got passed on where it's like like amen to the wist to like the uh the hidden one or something like that some shit like that but oh, like me, in the mummy like the book of amun ra yeah something like that i think it is oh. ra i think it is some yeah exactly it's like yeah it's fucking there's like this thing about let's see oh and it's a narcissism i was i've been trying Ooh, to like oh yeah because there's like practical narcissism that people use and then there's like clinical narcissism where it's like no this is just the kind of person i am and this is how i perceive like reality yeah like okay so one of my, i i went to grad school to be a therapist mm -hmm. and so like and the, the cl cluster b and the dsm like those personality disorders were i were very interesting to me yeah because like i want like i, I worked on studies on ptsd while i was in school and i found like I, I was curious about how much of what we were, you know, calling like personality pathology is really mm -hmm. just trauma, but branded differently. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, totally. I was, um, I met a person like that and it sort of felt that way. It was like, I think they're just protecting themselves. Like, it seems like they're just, they're being aggressively protective. Like it's almost like a, a, a firewall that like, what are you doing? Like, why are you here? Where you being nice to me? What's up? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's a lot of, of shame, I think, around that. And like, um, one of one of my least favorite internet things, and a thing that I very much hope dies <laughs> forever. Okay, um, is X signs that this person is a toxic narcissist. Oh like, my god, I know, right? Uh, like, okay, so he doesn't agree with me. 
must be a narcissist. Right. (laughs) So weird. This man doesn't do a very good job of communicating his feelings. Definitely a narcissist. Like, yeah, totally. um, Like, okay. So like I, yeah, I, um, I never, I don't know. Like, yes, there are, you know, patterns of behavior that, you know, narcissists have, but like actual narcissistic personality disorder is so incredibly rare. Right. People might be high in like trait narcissism, that's not the same thing as having a full-blown personality disorder. I'm really looking forward to uh, getting back to a version of the internet where we have practiced nuance and like maybe a little bit of empathy for others. Like, okay, why are you like this? Right. What's going on here? Oh yeah, no, totally. And like, they usually just paint it as like this bad thing automatically. And when it's like, well, I mean, people let themselves be tricked sometimes too. Like, you know, they let them, you know, they use these things where it's like, if I do something nice for you, then you'll do something nice back. And it's like, not necessarily. Oh, yeah. It's a kind of manipulation, yeah. technically, if you're not clear about it, right? Benevolent. benevolent I can't words. <laughs> benevolent <laughs> manipulation. Right. Yeah, which, yeah. like, in the past, like, I've totally been guilty of. Mm-hmm. Like. It's a very youthful, naive sort of way that, you know, it's Yeah course it's innocent right like it's like but like at the same time you learn oh i shouldn't depend on them to do that i should only help when i can or when i think it'll be worth it right or you know when i see a real need right and i can afford it or like when you want to help somebody with something like knowing full well that like this might not be returned in the way that i subconsciously hope it will be right yeah it's like you know the, the the kind of like boundary that i'm having to set with my behavior is all right. Um, am I willing to do this if this person never, you know, acknowledges it or never like yeah. considers it again? Like, am I okay with just what am I willing to lose on this? What does loss, you know, look like to me? Oh, excuse me, yeah. in, in that regard. Um, but like, I think a lot of people do. Uh, like, I, like, one of the things that I tried to do last year was eliminate sources of resentment in my life, and. Um, I realized in that that I had been, um, you know, doing things for people in like the hope of like gaining their approval or like feeling, you know, a greater sense of my own self worth. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, this this ain't working. Um, it's time to find a different path. Have you have you experienced that like on either side? I feel like I don't know. I'm when I work on things emotionally, it just sort of happens. Like I feel like women. I love that you have like a plan like this year. I believe I want to accomplish less uh, resentment. And it's like, for me, it's like, Michael, mad. Michael, <laughs> Michael no like. <laughs> Michael, no like Cleveland. Mm. It's like, you know, whatever. It's just, I just sort of like, if that testosterone doesn't allow me to think that much about it. But like, I do know what you mean. Like when you, uh, resentment, like when you have expectations you know and people sometimes will call it like oh you're entitled you think that the world owes you something or oh but it's like it's also like you don't know what's gonna happen like people go their whole lives with this thing oh i'm gonna be a doctor or whatever and then you know they become like a professional wrestler or something you know what i mean like that's not what they wanted to do when they came out with but they don't even know what they want they think they know what they want so it's like when you you're you're just making the best possible guess when you make these actions and you just have to go with the flow because it like even uh darwin it's like it's not the strongest it's not the fastest it's the most when the change to overpowering circumstances you know like oh the fucking glaciers are melting 
You know what I mean? Like, instead of being like, we'll be fine. It's just a meteor. We'll be fine. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like being able to fucking be in tune with the with reality while you make these, you know, plans that may not happen. You know, next oh, thing yeah. you know, somebody eats a bat in China and you got to move to Austin. <laughs> I love just the velocity with which you went from having reasonable expectations to making a beer bug joke. <laughs> I that is so mwah. yeah yeah my yeah I'm working with my ADD positively <laughs> so um okay so I I was diagnosed um autistic and ADHD mm. um finally at the age of 29 um and it's like when that happened for me it was like oh I'm not incurably broken I'm they're just trying to run windows when I'm a Mac yeah I, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. I never got diagnosed. I'm off the grid, but I know what you mean. Uh, you know, I, it's kind of obvious. With the, oh, I got I, I got diagnosed with ADD, but you know, it just it must have carried over. I mean, it's it still feels the same. They tried to put me on Ridlin. My mom was like, "All right, chamomile tea. We're not putting you on your drugs." I'm sorry, I don't trust the government. That's one good thing about being black is my mom was always a little wary of like institutional nonsense. So like, she didn't get caught up with too many scams. Some of them, you know, like Amway, we got Amway for a little bit. We were in Amway house too. Yeah. It sounds good. Like to someone who doesn't know what a business is, it really does. But <laughs> it is just a pyramid scheme. It's like, so what's this pyramid about? <laughs> what is this important to the, to the scheme? Yeah. <laughs> it's like literally a picture of the pyramid of the fucking paperwork. You're like, mm, okay, this seems legit. So but like, did your mom like give up that that stuff a while ago or did it she change over deep. to like, like herbal life on facebook or what she liked the products she you know she said that it made her feel better and you know she knew about herbs like she studied herbal medicine when we were kids and she helped us with a lot of things like i still know some of the stuff oh so it's yeah. like you know she knew it worked but it's like as far as a business she probably would have been better just like literally making her own in her fucking house like a witch or something and selling it you know what i mean like if that probably would have worked a lot better okay. than because then it's all profit but you know try explaining that kind of stuff to somebody who doesn't know about it like getting funding and stuff like that like it's a fucking it's like a it's like learning magic or something it's like oh people just give you money because they think you'll give them money back later <laughs> why yeah yeah i mean I love the idea of like your mom just like going like saying fuck you Amway and just like making tinctures and like a giant cauldron yeah. in the I backyard. Mean, she kind of did in a way, like you know, she's very smart. She she was uh, she grew up in the the South where, on the farm, so she learned a lot of that stuff. And then she started to become a lawyer, so she kind of understands process of law. So you know, just like having a good instinct of like, well, you have to prove it. You have to prove it. Like I know how you feel, but you have to prove it. So she understands that, which a lot of people, you know, to really, you, you, you see people come to court and they're like, well, let me tell you what happened. <laughs> he slept with my sister. So I shot his dog. Can I go it's only logic. Yeah. Can I leave? <laughs> an eye for an eye, your honor. Um, there is a newsletter that I love very, very much. Uh, are you familiar with the writer, Samantha Irby? No. She's a writer. She's okay. a comedian. Um, she just Irby. wrote an episode of that new Sex in the City revival. Okay. I think she might have actually written the one. Okay. Uh, wait. Uh, have you seen that show, or do you have any intention of seeing it? Can I? Can I ruin Sex in the you? City? Uh, the oh. the, the oh, and yeah. just like that, I think the name of the spinoff. Um, you can ruin that. I I, I will watch it, but probably only ironically. I've seen one or two. It's yeah. like written by a gay man, right? Isn't it? I think it seems so. like it's like the whole show seems like it's written by a gay man to me. 
yeah possibly like the fashion is really you know there but like these these bitches really aren't haute couture yeah we're fucking slang queen it's like that that's the show yeah pretty much it's like a it's a certain kind of like escapist fantasy i think she might have actually written the episode where they kill off mr big with a peloton oh shit really a peloton with a peloton like that uh yeah i guess he like had a heart attack and like uh, was yeeted oh, from this mortal coil, and then um, Peloton or like Ryan Reynolds came back with um, with a Peloton commercial for uh, featuring Mr. Big coming back to life. Um, I I do love um, the lore. Oh my god! Yeah, and like I, I think it might have been like it was either like at the very end of the before times, the start of the Panini, when um, start of the Panini. I'm gonna assume that's a special like a. It feels like Lady Seinfeld. That's what it feels like to me. Like there's a lot of references happening. There's a lot of like jerk store kind of thing where it's like, you know what I mean with the jerk store. Jerk Seinfeld. store. What's that? There's a Seinfeld episode about. Oh, okay. And anyway, but like Panini. Please explain what the Panini is. Um. So Panini is what I say when I don't want to get centered for talking about the beer bug. Ah, I see. The yes. beer bug phenomenon. Right. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Um. So the French word for soft bread is pan de me. So we can we can maybe say pandemic. We can maybe say soft bread. Okay. Um, pandemic. Uh, yeah. So uh, like I don't remember exactly when this was, but it was um, you know Peloton wife. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember what exactly was wrong with the ad, but everybody got all upset about it. Yeah. Like they do. Um, so Twitter got its collective panties in a wad. Right. And uh, then Ryan Reynolds booked that actress for. An aviation gin commercial. The actress that played the uh the Peloton wife. Oh my god, dude. Oh I would never watch that show. That sounds so trying. <laughs> I need to see somebody like fight somebody or at least be mad. Like, I don't know. Like, I guess I can that's the kind of show I could only watch with a girlfriend. You know what I mean? Like it's the only way it's happening. Like, like every day I might enjoy like, it. I want to watch this. We but, have babe, we have to. But if I'm alone, just like there's something so emasculating about watching Sex in the City alone to me. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's like I need a steak, something to punch. <laughs> I need a steak. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, speaking of violence, have you ever seen 90 Day Fiance? 90 Day Fiance. Is that that reality show? Yeah, it's a reality show. Oh no, no, no. What is it? Okay. Um uh, it has gone through so many iterations. And okay, so I uh, I I recently re-downloaded a dating app out of sheer total desperation. Um okay. and I mean I say desperation, it's really more like curiosity. Um and the gentleman that I am supposed to go out with very soon was asking me, like, oh, what are you up to tonight? I'm like, I'm watching 90 Day Fiance. He's like, Well, what's 90 Day Fiance? And, oh, and so it started off innocently enough uh-huh. couples meet one of them is in another country they apply for the k1 visa and the fiance visa to come to bring that partner to live in the states okay. with them and presumably have you know, just walk off into the sunset a happy couple <laughs> naked that ain't what happens yeah usually no it ain't i mean there's some couples that stay together and like have beautiful lives and wonderful little stories and stuff but like right. it's trash yeah it has become its own MCU of trash. I love it. It's its own like. There are so many spinoffs. Um, <laughs> so the, there was 90 Day Fiance, and then there was 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days. Mm. So like the couples haven't applied for the visa yet, right. but like yeah, 
Um, I feel like getting a Russian girl in there is like asking for it. Oh, they have so many Russian girls like on if there. If you get a Russian girl from like the Tennessee of Russia, <laughs> just coming over here, like, where'd my car go? They've had Siberian broads on there car. before. Right. Yeah. 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 Ooh, that shit's so fucking scary. That is, woo, just a Russian lady coming after you with a knife. Ugh. Anfisa did that. Well, I mean, she, she didn't use a knife. She she used car keys, but that's worse somehow. Why is that worse somehow? That's like something... she keyed idiot into the guy's car. That's the hood ratchetest. Like, is so deep how Russians get. Like, you ever seen like some of the Russian like camera stuff that they have, bro? Where it's like, whoa, these people are fucking. This is crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, I could. I, I want to watch the show now. Like, if they're having like Russian broads come over and like you know, some guys like, hey, uh, here, here's my uh, car keys and <laughs> here's my pen number for my. Don't use it for anything unless it. Oh yeah. She's like, yes, no worry, it will be good. In Soviet Russia, phone race you. How do I get the rental truck here for moving? <laughs> Where is how you say hog farm? For what? How do I find fence? For your stuff, I'm going to steal. <laughs> <laughs> but no, one time, um, there there is one Russian character I think you would really fuck with on that show, and that is Aunt Visa because she really brings the mess. Mm, okay. I mean, I she, love the name already. Oh yeah, she's great. Yeah, um, straight out central casting. <laughs> yeah. Um, she okay. So the the guy, the simp that she was married to. <laughs> No, once you see some no, once you see some of these couples, like you know exactly the dynamic is obvious. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um so with with George and Anfisa, it was um he was like a weed entrepreneur. Okay. And she liked expensive things. Ooh. Yeah. So did he have uh, a backbone at all, or was he just like he gave her the password to his phone and Mm. she she got pissed off at him one day and like just nuked his phone from Russia. And he was surprised that she so did that. Sad. It's like we had an agreement. It's like y'all, y'all are way too fucking trusting. It's crazy. That is nuts. It's like what well, we love each other. What Ola? What's her name? <laughs> fucking dummy. No, right? Like wow, that's so crazy. It's so crazy how there's like in America we have crazy naive people and like people who are like razor sharp, you know, New Yorkers and shit like that. Where it's like they'll fucking they're all over you if you fuck up. Yeah, it, like in the same place. Wow, man, that poor guy. It's but like at the same time, it's like you gave her your password, your phone. Why does she need that? You fucking idiot. Yeah. Oh, Why would so your like, wife need that? Like maybe, but like also probably not. Never. Like, okay, I've got to ask. Oh, excuse me. Um, have you have you ever done the online dating thing? And if so, like, have you been catfished ever? <sighs> One time, I did Tinder just out of curiosity. You know, I mean, obviously, I wanted to try to get it, but I was like. You know, I was a little heavier too, so I didn't look good on Tinder. You know what I mean? It's not like anybody is like, "Well, hold on a minute." <laughs> this one, <laughs> this is this is exactly what I'm looking for. Um, so you know, I usually when I had relationships, it was a, usually a personality thing at that time. But like when I was younger, you know, I looked good, so you know, I have good structure underneath the flab. Anyway, so I met this lady on Tinder, and uh, she didn't look too great on the tender either but i was like what do i know you know what i mean pictures are fucked up and um stood me up oh yeah bitch it wasn't even like a real person it felt like I, at one point i was so out of it that i was like i just want to go to get coffee somewhere and talk to somebody like that's fine i don't care if it's not like i'll just like 
tune out and be like, oh, okay, yeah, it's really cool. That's great. You know, maybe something interesting will happen. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I've never catfished anybody, but I sure have been accused of it. Mm, um, that's fucked up. Yeah, here's here's what happened. Because um, to your point, there are razor sharp motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. And there are dumb motherfuckers. Right, right. Um, I matched with a dumb motherfucker. Mm. I'm a sucker for dumb dick. Sometimes mm. dumb dudes can sling it. Um, <laughs> but I, I went, this was years ago. I, I matched with this gentleman. I was mm. about, I was about to leave for Honduras to go home and visit my family for Honduras. Christmas. Yeah. I'm half Honduran. No, oh. I, nobody believes that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was like about to like, I was like packing my bags. You know, you know how it is like the night before you like go to the airport for like an early flight. It's like, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, these pants are kind of still damp, but I'm going to pack them anyway because I don't feel like staying up for the whole dryer cycle. Blah. Yeah, yeah, just um, making it happen. Yeah, like it is not, it's not a sexy fun time. Mm. But the dude was like, can I come over? Can I come over? Can I come over? I'm like, oh, fine, whatever. I'm not going to get any you know, action for two weeks anyway, so I might as well just, you know, just show. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So like, okay. Um, in my profile, mm. I was wearing makeup mm. and nice clothes mm-hmm. in this night before airport shit. Mm. I was not wearing makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, oh my god, it's so horrible. Yeah, and it's like I, I don't wear heavy, heavy makeup. Never have. I don't have that kind of patience. Right, right. But this cat was like, "You catfished me." I'm like, "No, just did you think I was born with purple shimmery eyelids?" are you stupid like have you just have you just never seen a lady before like we, we look apparently like not because that is not how you come over and get laid i mean i don't know like you catfished me let's make love yeah <laughs> i really didn't respect myself at the time though so i was just like oh, you yeah. know what he was like i drove here from south austin let's go upstairs like okay fine whatever but like so he was like we had a really stupid conversation and then he was like complaining about his like roommate's girlfriend and like she sent him pictures of like her and her underwear but she like wasn't wearing sexy underwear like like floral bloomers basically bloomers bloomers <laughs> this is texas you guys probably got bloomers somewhere <laughs> somebody's wearing bloomers somebody's got the recipe for bloomers out here <laughs> the recipe for bloomers <laughs> that's gonna be them. our ska band <laughs> welcome to the recipe for bloomers <laughs> <laughs> so um other than other than fun facts i know we're uh, we're coming up on time here um, okay other than fun facts what else um what else have you got going on what advice would you have for people at home today about how to have the kind of year they want to have oh if you want to have the year you kind of the kind of year you want to have what you want to do is uh invest in uh bitcoin just put all your money in Bitcoin, sell your house, sell your kids, uh, sell the dog. Just put it all in Bitcoin. Um, what else? That's it, really. Um, yeah, fun facts. It's a great show. I'm really working on it. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. I have like this phone number. You can call in and bring your facts and all this stuff. You can be part of the show. Uh, I'm really trying to make it a big uh, big deal this year. I was on Kill Tony a couple of times, and that went well. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know some people hate his guts but uh if you want to send me a link to your kill tony performances i'll put them in the description and uh yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll plug your youtube channel in the description as well yeah that'd be great yeah yeah absolutely this has been really good i really like this um i will be listening and uh 